0: Hello and welcome to the Professional Horror Podcast, the podcast that loves sidetracking almost as much as it loves talking about the movie. You know, I scheduled an entire podcast recording session to talk about. I am your host, the wonderful and, I don't know, cool, he's pretty cool, he's a pretty cool guy, Chris Donovan. In this episode, we have a bit of a Halloween hangover. We don't have a full-length episode for you this time, but luckily, in our recent episode, Ginger Snaps with Megan and Julia Pendigast, we had oh-so-much sidetracking to do, and we really had a big conversation about a whole bunch of different topics. Hereditary, Midsummer, Scream, Wes Craven's New Nightmare... Deep Blue Sea, you name it. We really had a wonderful little chat. This is basically like the unreleased footage if we want to be cool about it. But basically, it's just the bonus chats in the middle of bathroom breaks and grabbing sodas for our chat. We took, we took a little extra time to just, you know, shoot the shit for a little bit, which is always fun. So if that's something you're interested in, you guys are going to have a fun time with this episode because we're just having a little chat. This is just a half hour of, you know, a fun little talk between friends about horror movies. Hopefully you guys listening have as much fun with this as we did actually talking because this was a joy to record. So without further ado, let's get into some bonus chat. What am I naming this episode, Chris? Bonus, bonus talks. Yep. That's what we're going with. Yep. I've said it don't don't you dare name something different afterwards I swear to god Chris and just as a heads up this episode is going to be a little bit choppier than most because I just kind of grabbed the Side tracking sections of the episode out of the original episode, pasted it, cleaned it up a little bit, and just kind of post- pasted them all together. So it's going to be a little bit haphazard jumping from sidetrack to sidetrack, but it will it's a fun episode. So I hope you guys enjoy, and without further ado, let's get the episode started.
1: Well, Speaking of, I have to be on the right back. Oh, actually, I have to be too. <laughs> so when she comes back, one second, I'll, I'm going to riff on Midsommar for a minute. That's riff. It's uh, related, because I actually I think I thought thought of this when julia was talking about jennifer's body but i was a little drunk so i forgot it yep. but now i'm back at it baby Hit it with it. Um, so similar with how when we watched this uh julia was like oh like freaking jennifer's body is a huge rip off." we watched Midsummer, and i liked it mm-hmm. but then we watched the wicker man which i'd never seen before yeah and then julia was and i agreed with her julia was like oh my god like Midsummer is such a ripoff of this i like it less now because i was like i thought and i did too i thought it was more original but it's just like kind of a ripoff off of wicker man yep. with like obviously some changes but part of what i liked about it was what i perceived to be its ingenuity which like obviously it just means i just wasn't well read also enough.
0: have you seen hereditary yet
1: i have yes i saw it
0: because they're also another reason that why i'm i hate midsummer a lot more than hereditary is i feel like midsummer is kind of like a remix of hereditary in some ways because has the same kind of cult all controlling cult that mm-hmm. does that you know manipulates the good guys into doing all these very weird it, it feels like the same plot mm-hmm. but with different scenarios and different characters and it's just like i don't know for your first two feature films to be that similar
1: you just, should wait yeah it should be broken up more well, just like with mode. um with quentin tarantino how the two um he said his two influences for making uh the hateful eight Mm-hmm. were the thing, which mm-hmm. I obviously love. I love and then thing. also Reservoir Dogs. And I'm like, it's funny. I'm like, <laughs> ago, do you have that your own is one of your inspirations? But those movies were like twenty years apart. So I can like I can give it to that. Yeah, you can oh, look at totally Sorry. Yeah. Dudley. Totally. You
0: know, okay. Hey buddy. <laughs>
1: and I'll be right back. I'm gonna pee, but you guys right. can talk. <laughs> no, I'm here. It's so hot. Okay, sure. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna <laughs> pee real quick. But you show off Dudley and you can talk about hereditary or midsmark, whatever you want. Hey, buds. Yes, he got his hair cut today, so he's really tiny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a good boy.
1: Yeah, no, I've actually never seen Hereditary.
0: Hereditary is fine. It's very similar to Midsummer. I feel like that's another reason why I don't like Midsummer as much as I don't like Midsummer.
1: I liked it, but it was like something was missing. I don't know what. It was just like I didn't give a shit. I'm
0: yeah, like, I feel like, like both Hereditary and Midsummer for me, like the characters feel like they're on. Like a haunted house amusement ride, you know, like one of those, like you know, the mazes you walk through, but they only have one path. Where yeah. I feel like, no, they're all just going from like event to event at the behest of the cult, yeah. and none of them are making any decisions that mean anything. That's what, yeah. especially Midsummer, especially Midsummer. Like Hereditary, Tony Collette's character at one point is like, "Get me off this ride! I can't, I won't go any further." But yeah. Midsummer, it's just
1: she's a great actress too. She's
0: so good in that movie. Like you I didn't know. even really love Terry, but I was mad she didn't get nominated for an award.
1: Yeah, and like because a lot of times horror movies get yeah, shafted, yeah. but like she's a great actress, she's and like I good. don't know, like in yeah, Midsommar, I thought I liked it, but then like Megan like said, when I saw Wickerman, I was like, oh, I just I hate when things aren't original, and like yeah. I prefer the original generally.
0: Yeah, you saw the uh, that was the Christopher Lee Wickerman, right? Not the Nicolas Cage yeah, Wickerman.
1: With the originals, not <laughs> the
0: breeze. Wow. Not and I mean, that, movie was,
1: that was good. It was very weird. But it was yeah. weird, yeah. And I, if I watch a movie, especially from like the seventies or earlier, and I st- and I really like it, I like give that movie credit because it was such a different industry back then. Yeah. So there, for me, it's often boring, but obviously, it's just things have changed. But like for something to hold my attention like that from the seventies is yeah. pretty uh, solid.
0: Well, it's like uh, there's a there's a movie uh, from the seventies that I really love called Black Christmas.
1: Oh, we watched that. We watched that pretty recently. Oh. Like, a, over a pandemic. I say recently. It could have been a year and a half ago. It could have yeah. been four months ago. I can't remember.
0: But there's that scene, you reminded me of this, where they're tracking the phone call and there's in that giant, like, phone depository bank. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, this is so suspenseful. And I'm just like, yep. it's so weird to look at in the 70s because right now I'd just be like, all right, I'm tracking the call. Found it, you know.
1: Yep, no suspense. I yeah. love that Slappy's your background. I just saw that.
0: Yep. My... Lock screen is Night of the Living Dummy. Oh
1: my god. That's laughing, yeah.
0: And my uh phone background when I'm not locked on it is the werewolf of Fever Swamp.
1: Oh my god. That's okay, I can cool. see to see so your huge goosebumps head. <sighs> love your it. Huge bumps love head. It. He, he's he sent me at least one, maybe two goosebumps books.
0: Yeah, it's become my Christmas tradition to just send everyone in Rayco. Right I'm like, who wants a goosebumps book? I got tons of extras. Y'all are getting goosebumps books.
1: That's cute. That's really I nice. Love it. <laughs> And he sent me a vampire one cuz that's what my story about. Yep. No, he doesn't really like my story. <laughs>
0: I love half of it, Megan. I love half of it. And the other half makes me upset that it hurts the <laughs> other half. <laughs> that's my problem.
1: Fair enough. I, I, I overheard you guys and I just wanted to chime in my agreement about Tony Collette as an actress.
0: So good. So
1: she's good, good actress. Well, she's like not to be bitchy, but she's not that good looking. <laughs> attractive she's attractive but like any generally anybody like that that's that successful <laughs> gotta be a great actress and she is and she is like so i can't even think of another example but it's kind of like or like emma thompson yeah somebody like people who are just like unbelievably good but yeah. like they're not they don't just have like really extremely and, good looks And tony collett i really um well i respect for a lot of reasons but she's like eclectic too so she does like kind of weird stuff some and like and like like hereditary was like that guy's first movie and it ended up being really big, but there's absolutely no indicator reason that really, yeah. indicator that it would be really big.
0: Yeah, especially because yeah. from what I've heard, she didn't want to do it at first because she didn't want to do another horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she read the script and she was like, "I love it, I'm going to do it." That's there's a scene, there's a dinner scene where she's like screaming at one of the characters, being like, "Don't you raise your voice to me, you little shit! I am your mother," and it's like so good.
1: It is. She's like, I I I like I never wanted to see that movie just because everything, but pretty much the major stuff got spoiled to me early on and it was like i was like oh my god i never want to see this movie because the ending sounds horrible i don't like the twists and i think it'll make me feel really bad and it, all those things were true <laughs>
0: yeah the last 20 to 30 minutes like are scary but they're kind of like whatever like there's a quick sign out on her i the 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 kid the teenage guy in that movie. Mm-hmm. It bothers me so much because, A, I don't care about him. I think he's a nothing character in that movie. But, B, what's even worse for me is he's a method actor.
1: In real life?
0: Yeah, in real life. And he said that he was, like, in character. And I'm like, bro, your character is a teenager who is bummed out by his parents and smokes weed behind the bleachers. You are every teenager who's ever lived...
1: I am also in character about that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and he's just, like, awkwardly stares at the girl he has a crush on. I'm like, you are the most two-dimensional teenage character who's ever been written, and you're in method. method. Like, get out of my face with that. No,
1: yeah. I agree with you there. That's- well, it's very douchey to act like you're a method actor when you're just being something so typical. I'm yeah. you not like, you know, like, not, well, not only like that being a method actor. Alright. Yeah. Were you doing blood sacrifices? What was going on? Yeah.
0: Like, method actors, nine times out of ten, is just an excuse for the actor to be an asshole. There's very yeah. rarely, like, he was so in character he bought all of his co-stars an Edible Arrangement, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: It's never that.
1: He's so in character as an incredibly nice guy that he that he went to everyone's birthday party. It's just like, yeah, you right. It's, it's, always like, it's always like they were such a fucking asshole, and they act like a fucking asshole to everyone on set. With the asshole stuff, it's like, I do think there probably is something to be gained by n- not necessarily being an asshole, but by separating yourself from the cast. I like, you know tim curry kind of had to do that for it and not he was a method it was mostly just because of all like the costume and shit but it's like he was separate from the kids and so they were like really scared of him Mm -hmm. and like that like works towards performances for sure
0: there's something to that i think like i remember for the movie uh the descent the actors who played the monsters never interacted with the human actors Mm -hmm. because they wanted them to be they didn't want them to be like hey that's jeff in that suit i know jeff jeff's a good guy They wanted to be like, that's a horrifying terror monster.
1: That was yeah. what, that was another one that Julia didn't know what it was about, I didn't and know I just anything played about about it for her. I knew it was a horror movie, but like it was just like a bunch of weirdo gals doing strange extreme sports. What's and good about that too? Like, daredevils. <laughs> I was like, we were baked. So I'm like, what's with these fucking daredevils? No one's paying them to do this. Julia, Julia. couldn't believe they weren't <laughs> like, paying them to do daredevil stuff. I, I was so confused, and then Megan was getting heart palpitations at the uh, oh yeah claustrophobicness of the cave, so we had to turn it off. We, we, had, we, we, we watched. It we time. had to turn it off because I was having kind of a chest yep. crushing panic attack due to weed and emotional issues. <laughs> but well, we, we resumed it. we resumed it the next day, but yeah, I felt like I felt like the cape was coming down on me. Yeah.
0: Like um that's one thing about that movie is even if you don't like if you don't know if you went into it blind, it still works as a horror movie until before the monsters show up. Like that scene it
1: the whole thing is really good building. Yeah, because, like the monsters are only in it for I don't know how long. I don't I know how long this movie was. I would <laughs> say forty minutes, but I could be wrong. But it was a great. I really like that movie. It's it was
0: so great. good, like yeah. that scene where they go through that tunnel. I remember I did an episode of the, of uh, for my podcast that with Carrie because that's Carrie's favorite movie of all yes,
1: time. Yes, yeah. But Carrie I remember love, I love that movie. one of
0: the benefits of being a large man when she's like, I found the newest tunnel. It's that one where it's like, yay big for no. me, that'd have been like, I ain't fitting through that thing. The fuck you talking about? I'm out of here. <laughs>
1: that is all terrifying <sighs> like, i'm not like actively claustrophobic but i think like everybody's a little claustrophobic oh yeah, yeah. And in those circumstances it just makes you be like oh my yeah. god when think she's putting your body in something where you literally couldn't turn around or go anywhere yeah because if, if it collapsed you're stuck you can't do anything
0: and then when the rock just like falls down like four inches you're just like
1: <gasps> <sighs> like yeah like even just thinking about it now is making my like <laughs> chest tight. you're right it's like a it's an incredibly effective horror like the but whole it's, it's different than your typical and then that also had a lot of your typical stuff later on <laughs> yeah. but like, like typical stuff comes like, great, later great. i really like that movie too thanks carrie for the recommendation yeah. <laughs> yes that was, I was so that good. was really good
0: as far as the crazy people though holly was my favorite the uh the irish woman because she's the most like hudson of the group she's <laughs>
1: The one who broke her leg. Or yeah, really the one who broke it. her leg. Yeah. That's my yeah. girl. She was foolhardy. She was foolhardy. Like, yeah.
0: That's my girl.
1: That was another one where it was like, it was good. Like, I didn't care. Like, I didn't, it's the same with the Ginger Snaps to bring it back. Yeah. It's like, I Thank didn't you. care what happened. Like, I didn't dislike the girls or the characters, but I didn't care if they lived or died. And that was kind of in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't care what happens. I'm going to like it no matter what because it's just very interesting. Yes. Yeah. I like when movies can because, like a horror movie, people are gonna die. Yes, yeah, probably. Are most die. Of and if so not- it's like in a fun way, as long as they yes. do it in a good way, I'm all for it. Because and also to your point, if enough don't die, it feels cheating sometimes. Like if you're watching something and it's yeah, like, wait, and then it's like by the end of it, it's like wait, like pretty much everyone survived, like. To bring it back quickly, the Jaws too. It's like, wait, we we had to sit through forty-five minutes of that, and only one of them died, and it was the most likable person. I want blood, baby. Yeah, it's like I want blood, but I mean that does seem a little bloodthirsty. But I do, I do kind of mean it. It's like it's like you do want to see like you want that, like the tightening of the ranks, and then people like hopefully not because I do like when people come together. I'm like a little bit cornball like that, but you do, you do want them to like there'd be like a tension about them mm-hmm. turning on each other, yeah. like and that's what happens when people get picked off one by one there's a certain you're that you're losing a big uh potential and like an emotional like kind of payout
0: there's a certain like math to it i feel like a lot of times like if you start off with like like i've talked to this when i was giving someone notes about their um script once i was like you starting off the movie with seven characters 50 minutes in we still we only we have six characters and at the end we have like one i was like i feel like you need to like divide it, it you have to chop it up in a different way it's like it's you can't just be like and hey, everyone's dead all of a sudden but you also have to like and
1: you don't care it dis- you, know, you disengage if it's just like oh it's a bloodbath like fucking fear street yeah the yeah. first one where it's like oh all these people like are really in for this dumb bitch for some reason yeah, yeah. and then they get fucking horribly murdered oh, that so bread
0: slicer death and was... then
1: nobody cares like everyone's and like and then oh, nobody I'm cares make... i'm gonna go fingerbag my girlfriend now <laughs> it's like what like so it's just like you disengage it's like, And it's like, you know, i'm gonna go hang out with my girlfriend and the, you're supposed to not like the stepmom, but yeah, like your her stepdaughter just nearly got killed because her honestly, and if it was a straight couple, you and if it was and Dino was a dude, you'd be like her abusive ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm something at her new boyfriend's car and caused them to crash, and that hospitalized her ex-girlfriend. Yep. And now you're back together, and your bo- new boyfriend's dead, and a whole hospital full of people are dead. There's more questions to be answered. Don't you can't go on a date with your girlfriend yeah. right now. We should be talking to the police.
0: Someone just got put through a bread slicer. Like and we have. <laughs>
1: and then it's like, who cares? Let's make out. And it's like, okay, you you're losing me on a likability front there. That was you the
0: one thing. There that one girl i got the bread the one who went through the bread slicer i really liked her character but i thought it was weird because like i thought she had a thing with the other guy
1: but me it, too it was and confusing. then it was confusing i think yeah. he was like, gay or something yeah but they didn't make it clear, make it clear but he had then, nail polish because then i was like because <laughs> then i was like with them like oh wait is she cheating on him with the guy with who the looks child with the, the child, the child. yeah with, with when they cast someone who's like way too old to play a teenager and then they cast a dude who's the right age yep. and then you kind of make romantic tension she just seems like a pedophile yeah because it's like a 23 year old woman and like a 14 15 year old guy but it's supposed to be a 14 year old and a 16 year
0: old because there's that scene where they come out of the bathroom and he's like yo did you get to first base nice and i was like isn't that your girlfriend,
1: <laughs> isn't that your girlfriend? yeah because like he comes with her to babysit like they're yeah. like and then like I well, I just have like a stupid memory, but I remember they're at the hospital and like someone's like, "Oh, you haven't gotten sick of him yet," and he's like, "Oh," and he like makes like some kind of sexual comment about himself. Yeah. And it's like, "Oh yeah, they're definitely dating or fucking." Yeah. And then it's like, and then that's just kind of forgotten. It's like, okay, you've made this confusing. It's like
0: open relationships are not really a mid '90s thing, so no, it's no. weird. Yeah, it
1: was very strange, but oh, it was yeah. fun though.
0: It's it's one of those things. Well, I that, like that so
1: yeah. yeah. part. was like, we watched all three we of them. All. We watched them all. I would say sometimes is just fun to bitch too. Yeah. Julia loves bitching <laughs> and I do like some bitching too. And I think the second one is my favorite though.
0: Second one's probably the, the cleanest movie too. Yeah. So the third one's a lot of fun, but the third one is like half the witch and half yeah. scream. And it's like, I it's know, a what? weird back it's and forth. Yeah.
1: And, and quick bitch about the second one. I promise it'll be quick. Cause the, the, like the narrative structure, the way they set it up was so that you were supposed to believe that Julian, um, that, uh, that 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 car- that the C Berman is supposed to be mm-hmm. the older sister, not the younger sister. But then, obviously, from the beginning, it's really clear it's actually the younger sister. But they think they're tricking you the whole time. And then they like the reveal happens, and the younger, br- and Dina's younger brother is like, "What? You were." You, you were Ziggy, not Cindy, and it's like, wait, like, so was she telling this in the third person? Like, if she was telling it, it would be obvious that it was her. Like, it can be an internal reveal yeah. and work for the audience just fine. I was fine with them thinking they were pulling one over, even though it was really obvious with calling her C Berman instead of calling her Cynthia. And um, but it's like, but you're trying to act like it also surprises the characters mm-hmm. in story. Well, well that, that doesn't mean, make any sense. I
0: They're will say, projects. yeah. I will say it actually, that switch got me a little bit, only because oh, yeah. only because the adult actress is a dead ringer for an adult version of the other sister. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I first saw it, I was like, wow, that's really good casting. She looks just like what she would look like in, t- in 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. when they were like plot twists, I was like, wait, what? That doesn't look yeah. like adult her. looks like adult her. Mm-hmm. but.
1: I know you that's They do. Yeah. That's valid. They do look alike. I yeah. did see a picture of them at an award show shortly before. Oh, you did? Because I like that little adult actress. Oh, Gillian. yeah. So I, I noted them. it. I was, yeah. Jillian Jacobs. I and keep then forgetting that, her. And then I we watched it and I was like, oh, it's got to be her because I made the connection. Well, it's I, like, no. the, 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 like She's like obviously the protagonist, but that's also the funny thing. It's like she, they're making her the protagonist, but they're pretend, like, it's just like the whole, it was like a little too sloppy to work. Mm-hmm. Like if you want that to be that way, you have to make the character she actually is be a less dynamic character. Whereas that one was the one who was, like, the action character. She was constantly taking action. The sister who dies is constantly being dragged along. Mm -hmm. And so that is, like, very much, like... A tertiary character versus like a main, a protagonist character.
0: I liked it. I thought. I thought the whole franchise. It was one of those movies where I'm like, I'm just glad this exists. Like, cause it's just yeah. like dumb, fun horror movies. It was,
1: it was very fun. It was fun, and right, I hope yeah. more stuff like it comes out because it was really fun to watch. And I liked the whole gimmick of every week it, one coming out because yeah. I thought that was really fun. I thought it was good too. Um part of the reason I avoid sequels is because when I like something, I'm like, not that it would be ruined, but I don't want something to be diminished by a like subpar sequel, especially when it like changes things. Like if you're like, I think a semi good example is like in scream, like in the third one, it's like, Oh, like this is actually Sydney's brother. And he's the one who gave Stu and Billy the idea in the first place. And he told them to kill Maury. And then it's like, okay. So like, you're just trying to make this relevant for the first one and you're taking away the agency of the characters in the first movie yeah. and I don't like that
0: I was fine with it only because Randy in his video and it's true he mentions the fact that it ties it usually things you get revealed in the third one that goes oh this happened all the way to the beginning because it's true like Halloween 2 <gasps> Michael and Laura your sis, our brother and sister who would have even thought it's like that the retcon stuff always were. comes in. Yeah. So I felt like it was more like a joke at the retcon, so I, I don't know. Scream 3 gets a lot of hate, and I think it's not as bad as people say. I'm also not a huge fan of Scream 2. I'm like the one person, apparently, who isn't a fan of it. I didn't
1: love I didn't it, love it. Didn't The love only it. one I love is Scream 1. The rest of them are like... I haven't like, seen Scream 3 in like 10. 15, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. We can rewatch it. That's like we watched Scream 1 and 2 recently. And I love Scream 1. I didn't love Scream 2. Oh I don't God. remember. I didn't really like Scream 3. But I watched them all. Scream four. I thought I I liked the end of Scream four.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I Scream four I haven't seen yet because it was I don't know. I'm bad at watching movies sometimes. There's some that, there's some just people. escape you.
1: Just just yeah. give, I would give it a watch if you get the chance. Yeah. Just tell them what you think. But it's not like it's not going to rock your world. Yeah. I wouldn't say. I'm probably
0: sure. going to just because there's a new one coming out in January apparently.
1: And I'm gonna watch that in theaters because yeah, I like I that's love Scream i love Scream. it's funny because it's like even though it's like i love uh, scream one love scream one and the sequels i don't i'll watch them but it's like i don't really they're not great yeah but i'm still gonna i'm still gonna go to the theaters (laughs) to watch scream (laughs) five and i'm gonna even though it's kind of ridiculous that at this point sydney dewey and gail are also alive i want to hope they all make it out anyway (laughs) yeah it's
0: weird like i i don't want any of the three of them to die or be the killer even though no. it doesn't make any sense it's one of the things exactly. where I'm like why so did you it in part 5
1: mm-hmm. I wish they didn't kill Jamie Kennedy I wish they didn't kill Randy I actually think that was a narrative like, mistake yeah. I didn't remember that I was like they killed him <laughs> and I don't feel like it. I don't feel like it was done great like it didn't really it was lame it was completely yeah. unnecessary because he's just on the phone he's not saving anyone's life and then he just gets stabbed but it wasn't in like a cool surprising way it just yeah. was like I felt like Scream 2, there was a lot of things that they didn't, um, that weren't actualized, and that they kind of let falter.
0: I'm okay with him dying only because of how infuriating that film class scene he has is. I'll just (laughs) say this one...
1: Chris quotes aliens, and and Chris will never forgive him. Oh
0: my god. We'll get back on topic after this, but just... so randy's upset because someone's like you think they're gonna make a sequel and then randy's like sequels are inferior by definition and i'm and me just like another one of the characters in that movie i'm like no terminator 2 aliens there's a whole bunch of sequels better than the original and probably part two yeah aliens the guy's like oh aliens is a classic get away from her you bitch and randy's like isn't it stay away from her you bitch this is film class no randy you're wrong your correcting was wrong
1: I think that if I'm remembering correctly, the actor who said, Get away from her, you bitch, misdelivered the line and was supposed to say stay away from her. And then so Jamie Kennedy like switched it. But they eas- they could have reshot it. But yeah. it was like it was like, I think in the script it was correct but the actor, the first actor misdelivered, and then Jamie Kennedy changed it so that way he'd be correcting him. But like they God. should have reshot it. But it also makes it funny, because it just it, makes it seem like, he's it does, human. It, it, that is he true. Made like, a mistake. He made a mistake. He was, <laughs> and then also, he is such a know-it-all. He could be like correcting, some, correcting someone just who's right, right just right. to be a dick. Yeah.
0: And also, like Terminator 2 is clearly better than Terminator. I mean, Terminator is oh, great. yeah,
1: Terminator 2 is way I better. I liked Alien 1 better than Alien 2.
0: The thing is, they're such different movies that it's like, I have...
1: yeah. It's a psychological, it's, it's psychological, psychological horror versus like action movie, yeah. which is like which. Is, so it just depends what you prefer, I think. Yeah. But Terminator 2 is, I think, way better than Terminator yeah. 1. Terminator 1 is kind of bad. It's boring. And yeah. I don't know. It's fine. It's, Terminator 2 better. I agree.
0: It's just like, I get so annoyed with like film bros on Twitter who just outwardly dismiss things. Like, There's a lot of people who just dismiss horror movies in general as being just lesser than. So if it just be like sequels full stop are bad and are never better, I'm like, you're wrong. You're clearly wrong.
1: There's yes. a few small exceptions. There's a few yeah. small exceptions, <laughs> and like, what about Friday the Thirteenth? All the sequels I've seen are pretty good. They're pretty good. So far, I think the like, four is the best for, for me personally. Yeah, and I think you could say one or two is the best, and I wouldn't argue with you. I'd just be like, that's just a matter yeah. of opinion. But your yeah, opinion is valid. One and two are. If myriad. someone said three or five were the best, I would be like, okay, yeah. please explain.
0: Like. But- I'm Nightmare. I know she's my favorite thing, but if someone told me they prefer Nightmare 3 or Wes Craven's New Nightmare, I'd be like, okay, that makes sense. Those are both also really fucking good.
1: I did like, I haven't seen it in years, but I did really like Wes Craven's New Nightmare. It's, supposed to like, it's interesting. It's like very meta, but it's meta in like 1994 yeah. or something. It's, when
0: before, it's a pre scream scream where like they're all it, playing it, themselves. It before
1: meta with meta. So it's like, it, I don't think it really performed that well, but it's like Heather Camp is playing herself. And Freddie's coming after her like in the, they're like doing it. It's like yeah. very like it's something that people that. it's something people would do like after Scream and it would just be like normal and like, oh, this is just, like a post Scream horror movie. Yeah. But it was pre Scream and it didn't get like, I don't think it got the accolades it deserved. No.
0: It's really that's good fun. though. I think that movie's really solid. Alright, <laughs> <clears throat> that's how that's how that does.
1: It's like, yeah, slam that like button and don't forget to like comment subscribe. <laughs> hit subscribe and what is it and it well oh i was listen there's one guy who just like talks a lot about scream and so i i have listened to quite a few of his stuff things again i'm just this, this whole i'm littering this with embarrassing admission and he, he's like and like i forget what he says he's like and hit the light button for shits and gigs and i'm like that makes me want to never watch your stuff again <laughs> but, I will. but i will he does it every time and every time i cringe I'm like ah.
0: I do love and hate the whole, like, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow me on iTunes, you know, like, you know, all that other stuff. It's just, it's like, funny. it's funny, but at all the same time, it, like, hurts my soul to do it sometimes.
1: Well, it's like, do you really think you need to say it, So I guess everybody does, but, like... Yeah, well, like the thing, know, I go, uh, the, the the thing is, I, find, I do find it kind of annoying, but I would say definitely on multiple occasions, I'm like, oh, I should subscribe, and I do, yeah. so it... I would say like not less than 10% of the time, but probably around 10% of the time it does get me to take an action. Yeah. And so, so it's like, point. so that's the point. Yeah. So then when I do take the action and I'm like, Oh, I should have done this before. I'm like, Oh, this is why they do it yep. because yeah. I, otherwise I wouldn't have done it. Reminders. Yeah, yep. that's true. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll like comment and subscribe, like, Comment subscribe, <laughs> yes.
0: share this with all your friends on the google plus i
1: am like do you want to hear me talk about a a movie for an hour and everyone will be like no we've all heard it we've all all heard (laughs) you talking up
0: it's one of those things too where it's like i don't do this because i'm like oh this podcast is gonna be the next big thing i just love talking about movies and i always feel like so cringe when i'm posting all the episodes on like twitter and and facebook being like hey friends listen to me rant about ginger snaps for an hour and a half (laughs) But I'm the always like, things, it's fun.
1: It is fun, yeah. Well, it's like there's someone else who's on YouTube that I've watched a few times where it's like he'll just watch movies he's never seen before and then just react to them. And then he ed- edits it together so it's not like the full movie. But it's like it is interesting because it's like, oh, like, like it's like, oh, seeing a movie that I like or a movie that I hate and then just seeing the person's reaction. And you're like, oh, this is funny. Like, it's an intro. Like it's, it's like something that's like really easy, probably, for them, but obviously, like, they're like likable enough that they get a good following. Yeah, but I'm like, it's watched, something that's like, oh, cool.
0: Yeah, I've definitely watched some of those movies I've seen a million times just to be like, oh, I wonder how they're going to react to this moment, you know?
1: Me too. Or, or one, one is like, oh, we watched the first episode of a show and the last episode of a show. <laughs> And then their reactions. Oh, it's and next like, to so that was, like, one of them was Teen Wolf. And it was, like, he didn't even notice that the main girl in the first episode, she'd been killed off. And, like, there was, she was in the last episode, he didn't even notice that the comments were full of that. It's like, you didn't even notice the house in this gone. How the fuck did you notice the house in this <laughs> town? That's how forgettable women tend to be in horror movies. Wow. Yeah. It's... But not Ginger Snaps. No. But not Ginger Snaps. <laughs>
0: No, it's I good.
1: remember both of their names, and I forgot all the guys' names. but yep. that's that be a lesson to you. Yeah, world, it was great talking to you, Chris. It
0: was great talking to you guys. Yeah,
1: thanks for having. Thanks us. for inviting Absolutely. us. it was really fun.
0: Um, I like I said, anytime I'm gonna hopefully be doing these like more frequently because i haven't i've only released like three movie reviews in the past like two years so hopefully i'm going to do it more frequently so if you guys want to come back on i'd love to have you guys on for reals yeah and also let you me know what you think you about dog soldiers.
1: dog soldiers
0: yeah sorry go no i have no one on for dog soldiers if you guys want to come on <laughs> and do Dog Soldiers, let me know what you guys think especially my boy spoon i love oh my god
1: great name spoon. great name okay we're, 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 I'm going to update you. I'm going to get live, live text you about spoon. Spoon could be my favorite utensil. I think a spoon, I think I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you there. Cause you can use a spoon for a thing you use forks for. Not everything. Besides my chef's knife. That's got to be my favorite. Yeah. I'm a big slice and dicer. She loves to slice and dice. It's, it's remarkable <laughs> she hasn't killed people already. <laughs>
0: yeah he's he's one of my favorite characters in that movie and a lot of movies he's just he's fun he's he's very similar to hudson if i were to compare to anyone he's the hudson of that movie
1: when you were talking about him like i wonder if he's like hudson he's hudson chris (laughs) loves hudson i also do love like we were watching aliens joking. She's like, oh, Paxton? Yeah. Paxton. oh, yeah, Paxton. Yeah, he loves yeah. Hudson. He loves Paxton. It's so my... Julia's like, this seems like a guy who's gonna make it to the end of the movie, <laughs> which obviously <laughs> she did not <it> <laughs> I love Paxton. I love Paxton. we He's we're, we're so love good. Yeah, I was very upset when he passed
0: away. I know I recommended it to Megan, but I was gonna say, Near Dark is, is another Paxton movie where he plays a vampire. And he plays... Cool. Very similar to like Hudson style, like Insanity, because it's just Paxton. It's literally oh, like half Paxton's the crew, like, like four people from Aliens are in Near Dark. Oh,
1: interesting! I don't weird. think I've heard of it. That's interesting. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna write it down before I forget.
0: It's a good vampire movie. I don't know. It's kind of like Lost Boys, but like more adult, I guess. It's very similar vibes. I think I've seen those, those movies get compared a lot, but it's Near Dark is Paxton. darker, and it's Paxton. <laughs>
1: I love Paxton. Honestly, you could pretty much sell me if a movie's got Paxton at this point. We watched Twister in full. We watched Twister in full, and it's not good. It's not good. But I enjoyed it. You know what was good that I don't remember being good? Deep Blue Sea, I really enjoyed it. I thought that was a creature feature that embraced its badness in a way that was mutually enjoyable.
0: So I, first of all, I own Deep Blue Sea 3 on Blu-ray because I watched it. (laughs) And Deep Blue Sea 3 is actually a lot of fun. But Deep Blue (laughs) Sea 1 annoyed me because I remember watching it as a kid, right? And I was super into sharks as a kid. Still am super into sharks, if we're being honest. But when they showed the sharks, I was like, that's not a mako shark. That's a great white shark with mako shark teeth. And then they're like, "Here's the tiger shark," and I'm like, "That's a great white shark with mako shark teeth and tiger stripes." This is
1: bullshit. I uh, was... you, you were much more learned than me.
0: Oh, um, I was so angry because mako sharks are small. They're kind of they're fast. That's their whole thing. Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. just so irate the whole movie. I'm like, "This movie is so unrealistic."
1: You were up on sharks. I am I'm impressed because it's like the, the shark, the, breed. Breed, the shark breed, the shark group breed completely escaped me.
0: Because tiger shark, it's obvious because they have like square heads for some reason they're, they're very they're, hammerheads. they're like blockheads.
1: i forgot about those Hammer Honestly, sharks are scary they are scary i love sharks they're fascinating
0: <laughs> i saw a picture they
1: scare me out of the water like no i don't know it just i was like whatever I but, die, but die. i gotta say uh, I, like there is like a small part of my mind that whenever i'm swimming in an ocean does think about sharks like it's not like a major part it doesn't keep me out of the water yeah. but like especially when if i'm over my head i am like thinking about like like what if there's a shark? Well, what I, do you think?
0: I've told you, Megan, being eaten by a shark is one of my top five ways to die, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I want to be eaten. I wouldn't want to be maimed. No. You don't no, maim no. me, don't bite my arm off and make me go no. back and If you're going to yeah.
0: eat me, you're going to have to go the whole thing.
1: Yeah, at least tearing me apart enough so I bleed to death. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's like our dad's only got the one leg. So it's like, I don't want it. this to be like a generational yeah. thing. I don't want to also have one leg. Just kill me.
0: <laughs> I did see a meme today that was really funny. It was like, are you okay, babe? You barely touched your croissant shark. And it was literally a croissant shaped like a shark. It had fins and everything. I was like, that's so cute.
1: if someone barely touched their croissant shark I would take it from them and eat eat it in its entirety Absolutely, it's the only reaction that's appropriate
0: so that's going to do it for this bonus little chat episode of the professional horror podcast thanks again to Megan and Julia for being on the show can't wait to have you guys back on at some point because you guys are the best love having you guys on to chat some horror movies and chat things in general it's always a blast when you guys are around And thank you for listening. It's always a blast when you guys are around, too. You, the collective viewer who I can't technically see right now. Much like our self-promotion section of this episode goes, now comes the chat where I have to say, Hey, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter and all that. Uh, If you guys like this episode, it it would really mean a lot to me if you guys could review and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, The Works. Wherever you get your podcasts, you probably can find this podcast. It would mean a lot if you guys could subscribe, keep tuned in, because we have some cool episodes coming up. Soon we have a game episode with me and my friend Nicole. She's going to be coming back for another episode in a couple weeks. I'm hopefully, fingers crossed, going to be reviewing a Christmas movie in four weeks, or in the second week of december and then coming back at it with my top 10 horror movies of the year shortly which i kind of watched like 40 more horror movies to make my list why do i wait till the last minute for everything i'm the worst anyway that's my problem that's not your problem uh <laughs> be sure to follow me on instagram at professional horror follow me on twitter at the underscore don underscore 17 and If you'd like to suggest movies or guests, even, for the podcast, or just want to say, hey, like your podcast, G, you can email me at professionalhorror at gmail.com. So we'll see you in a couple weeks for an episode with Nicole that I'm looking forward to. But until then, stay scary, but keep it professional.